Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Barton Han, on this Friday, week 14 of the NFL upon us. Knicks in Boston tonight. The hot stove, maybe. Maybe starting to simmer a little bit. We might get some Shohei Otani news a little bit later on today. To the Mets. No, no that ain't happening. But I'll tell you what, once Otani makes his decision, our buddy Yoshi Yamamoto is going to be getting the bag, maybe from the Mets, maybe from the Yankees. How about, I said this last night, you're asking me right now. Is this the first time? With what? That the Mets and the Yankees directly have been competing for the No, same I don't think so. I think they both wanted Carlos Beltran once upon a time. Um, I think if you're asking me to guess, Yamamoto will be wearing a New York uniform next year. Oh, way to go on limb. No, I'm just saying, I think it's going to be one of those two teams. Because the money is going to obviously play a huge factor. I don't buy into all this. Like, have you heard this, that Yamamoto was a huge Hideki Matsui guy growing up? Like, he idolized, you know, among others, like Matsui. But he's friends with Singa. That's what I mean. So that's why I don't think that that's going to play much of a And I don't even think the Singa relationship plays that much. Like, look, I have a lot of friends. You have friends, right? Yeah, I ain't going We all work there. in different places. I'm not going to, like, take a job just because my friend is there if some other place is offering me more money. Yeah, no facts. offense. Facts. Right? Friendships no. are going to extend beyond no the cap, walls. Jake. No cap, Jake. No cap. So, Steve Cohen gassed up the PJ, took it out to Japan, met with Yamamoto. I feel, I feel like that's disrespectful, though, bro. What? To take the private jet over there? He got to take the private jet over there unless he has something to do over there. But then he going to come meet the Yankees. That's disrespectful, man. He going to make us come and thirst bucket. Like, you know, we, we throwing rocks and pebbles at your at your at your at your uh, window saying and get, trying to get your attention. You gonna come over here intentionally and meet with the with the with the uh, Yankees in my home in my backyard? When you're as rich as Steve Cohen is, he might have heard about this good sushi restaurant in Tokyo. So he gassed up the private jet to go out to dinner one night. And oh by the way, let me meet with Yamamoto while I'm there. When you're that stinky rich, you could do things like that. So what what the hell what the hell Hal just said, let me take the Greyhound? Yeah. What what are you talking about? Like, He's like, let's fly to Hawaii then, but how half it was, he can meet us halfway. Well, remember last winter with Judge? Hal was uh, you know, doing the sightseeing in Italy, and he had to pull over and use a payphone on the side of the road to call Aaron Judge and say, hey, Aaron, you want to be a Yankee? Damn. Can we sweeten the pot a little bit? In fact, this dude still walking around with quarters in his pockets beyond me. Right? That's how why. You, how do you even use a payphone now? You got to put a phone card in. Like, you know, Are there still working payphones, like I saw, anywhere? I saw one before. Where? I believe there still are. There might be some within the subway system. And- oh, my God. <laughs> With all these diseases, are you touching that? Dude, that's what we should do one day. We should go down to the subway, find a payphone, and get like one of those like swabs. Swab it to see like how much bacteria shows yeah. up on this thing and like get it tested. We call this liquid death. Yeah. Sure. You basically could freaking like start another uh pandemic if you want with just like the germs on a phone in a subway. As soon as you touch this, your strotum and areolas fall off. <laughs> just bloop bloop. <laughs> Damn. I, I thought I need those. Oh, they're not that important. In- instantaneous <laughs> deterioration. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh 80919 So we'll see what happens here. You know, maybe we get some news and Otani is the first big domino. Everything will fall into place after that. So and then maybe it, we get some news. Is it so? Is it Otani, Yamamoto, and then Snell? Probably. We have, we have Buster Bus on, and getting Snell could be the better pick. I don't want any part of Snell. Why? I don't think uh, not my not my five guy. He didn't just win a Cy Young. He won a Cy Young, but you know what? But but it's always a but. He won a second Cy Young. He's just not my. He's not. First of all. In this town, think about it. Think about this for a second, okay? He won his two Cy Young Awards playing where? In Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. which has about five people to go to the games, and in San Diego, which, yeah, they drew a nice crowds this year, but, you know, they go to the beach, they eat their fish tacos. They're not going to hammer him, especially from a media standpoint, like he would in this town. Fans in this town would get tired of the whole five innings and then call it a day type of act, especially some of these you're going to have to pay North of $150 million, probably. You know what I mean? Like, like I've watched Snell his whole career. I mm-hmm. just don't think that would play well here in New York. So, well, it, it plays better for the Yankees because they have a great bullpen. But tell me this. Um, then, I think that would, ju- would you bring Sonny Gray back? No, Sonny Gray's gone already. He signed with uh, Damn it. Cincinnati. St. Louis, excuse me. St. Louis. Cincinnati, St. Louis. Um, 
He's not an option for the Yankees because he'll never go back to the Yankees. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Jordan Montgomery. Ah. Jordan Montgomery for a Met target is somebody that is very, very intriguing because he is somebody that he's not going to have to be a one or a, this is if you get Yamamoto. By the way, I'm not signing Jordan Montgomery to be my number two starter and then bump Sang up to number one. No, we got we got Sevy for that, baby. <laughs> but Montgomery's a guy who will take the baseball. He showed you a lot with Texas down the stretch, especially in the playoffs. But he's not going to go back to the Yankees because things are not exactly end on good terms there. But he could be a Met target. But Montgomery is somebody that's going to have to wait after the Yotanis, the Yamamotos, maybe the Snells are taken care of. The market has to still set itself for these pitchers. Who's going to be the person that you say, you know what, I know I can get this guy if I offer him the money right now. I'm not going to play no games with him. If I got a Christian Kurt him. And pay him a little bit more. That's what they're trying to do with Yamamoto. That's why Steve Cohen flew out to Japan. Mm. You know that they told I mean, I don't know if they worked out and put a formal offer in front of him, but you know that numbers were probably exchanged. I don't think that they sat there and talked about, you know, the 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 snack that they served them. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I want I want rubies and diamonds. I want untraceable bonds. I'm sure he wants like you know a percentage of the team. Maybe even offered him a percentage of the team. Uh, Who what, the hell knows? What does Cohen make? What Cohen makes his money doing? What I know is Microsoft or something for the like um the investment firm and stuff. Like hedge funds. The hedge, or fund, hedge that fund. That's what. No, it hedge fund. I drew a blank. Yeah, hedge funds. Stinky just, rich. Just imagine when people just put their money together and then just it's, got more cash to be able to buy stuff everybody wins. Right, but taking these type of gambles and stuff, that's how you accumulate all the wealth that a guy like Steve Cohen has. So he's used to this stuff. And he doesn't mind dropping all that money in a bucket. Who cares? But Look, it, he got out of it yet last year. He spent all that money for Scherzer and Verlander and still found a way to get out of it. And he still ate some of it because he can, which is which is great to have that type of an owner. So it's not necessarily <laughs> giving out the best contracts, but if you make a mistake... Then you can eat that money, no problem. Peter, Peter Lonzo was like, great, you want to eat money, but you don't want to overpay me because you said I don't play great defense as a first baseman. Here's the Yankees' situation, though, and that's why I don't think, okay, they got Soto for this year. We don't know about what's going to happen with Soto after this because he's going to be a free agent. The Yankees will not be able to pay both Juan Soto and Yamamoto for like a mega 10-year contract. They're not going to be able to do both. It's one or the other. So who's going to take the short? Well, I'm saying if the Yankees get Yamamoto, then Soto's a one and done. As a Yankee. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Because you, you can't do, but think about it. You have Judge for all those years and all Sean that money. Carlos. That's, I, I mean, I'm not even counting that, but Garrett R- Cole Radon. is still here, right? G- Garrett Cole for a lot of years and a lot of money. Then you would have Yamamoto. Rodon, which is a horrible contract, even though it's still five more years, but that's it's insane amount of money. All this is going to add up, and they still are going to be mindful of the luxury tax to a certain degree. So that's why I think if the Yankees get Yamamoto, then Soto's only going to be here for one year. So that's what I'm saying, though. If you're, if you're the Mets, I think they're banking on Soto's going to be here for one year, and they want to come after him. Now the Mets, on the other hand, can feasibly pull off a Soto long-term contract in free agency, and still get Yamamoto. They just did that. They just dumped Scherzer and Verlander. That's the money right there. But this is years you're spreading this out. Because the thing about, you know what's great about these two guys? And normally this doesn't happen. Like, normally dudes who go to free agency and get paid a lot of money. They're Bryce Harper. Well, it's not that they're Bryce Harper, but he was one of those guys. They're like late 20s, right around 30. Soto's 25. 25. Yamamoto's 25. Like, that's why you can give them the 10-year deal. And even when it's done, if they stay knock on wood, injury-free. I mean, it's 35. They might even be ready for another contract well, after that. Well, de- devil's advocate. Um, you think they stay healthy through all those? That's or do possible. Or do you want to give them a long, long-term long deal? There's more trepidation with like, the pitcher, of course. You don't know if – you don't know if – well, The know, pitchers when, always man, go down. Well, talking to Buster last year, they don't know, like, if Soto, who's that average outfielder, if that's going to age well. So if they give him 10 years, like he's just going to pretty much be a DH if he can't but figure that's okay. out how to be a plus defender. But that's okay. So who are you bringing in to teach him to, uh, to be a great defender? I don't think you bring anybody at this point. He is what he is. What's the guy the Mets had? I forget. Before on Lindor. Rosario? Rosario. Who's no, basically No, no, like, no, not Rosario. The other dude. The shortstop. Oh, uh, Andre Jimenez? No, no. One guy in trouble. Got in trouble? Yeah. Who got in trouble? He got physical. Who was that? The shortstop that got physical, man. He's all time great. Or Donez? Never. We're talking way back when? No, man, Reyes. Th- Reyes. Reyes. Yes. Re- oh, physical. Yes. I mean, he went to Hawaii and had a few too many pineapples, is what you're saying. Yeah, he got physical. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what I was trying to say. Yeah, he, th- there was a photo. 
I mean, you got to break somebody down and teach them how to be a better. No, I think I don't think seriously. Like you know what you're getting with Juan Soto. Like you you've you've come to accept that the, the whatever if you want to call them shortcomings defensively because the bat is so out of this world. You know what I mean? That is a it, it compares with some of the best hitters of all time. The trajectory at 25 years of age, it's insane. So why keep moving and moving to different teams if he's so great? Well, that's the outlier. Well, I think that economics <laughs> had to do it. Remember, because he was with the Nationals, and they won a championship with him when he was a kid. Remember, Juan Soto won a championship yeah. basically when he was uh, almost a teenager, 19, 20 years old. But then they had a tear down, and, and they won that trade, by the way. They won that trade. Yeah. The Nationals trade with the Padres. Yeah, they got young. They got in that farm system. The Nationals won that trade. And you know what? Down the road, we may be talking about the Padres winning the trade with the Yankees with Juan Soto because they got five guys. They got five lottery tickets. The Yankees got one. Who are you taking long term? You say Soto's one of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. His age is a factor. Taking Soto or you taking Acuna? Who do I think is a better player? I'm saying who are you buying stock in long term? Long term, I'm buying stock in Soto. Over Acuna? Yeah. Because he's because up until now, he's proven to be more durable. Cunha had one injury, the knee. Great injury. And he has an MVP already, but Soto's going to win an MVP. With that short porch, of course. <sighs> he better not. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll say this, though. You know what's going to drive Yankee fans crazy? Because I could see it already. What's going to drive Yankee fans crazy at times with Juan Soto is that Juan Soto likes to take his walks. He li- he, he's, he, he's got a terrific eye at the plate. That's why he's so high with the on-base percentage. Yankee fans, there's going to be a run-producing opportunity, you know, like guys at second, third, or whatever, and Juan Soto's going to go up there and work the count and get a walk instead of being the guy to drive in the run. And they're going to be like, what are we paying Juan Soto all this money for? Not to take walks, to drive runs in. Like, that's what you're going to hear, I'm telling you. Who batting behind him? It's up to the skipper. I don't think this lineup is finalized yet either. Right? I don't think it's finalized yet. I think they still got one more move. Right now, because you want to... Well, if he wants to split up the righties and the lefties, you might be looking at Glaber. I would say right now. And Glaber's not a high strikeout guy, right? Eh. It's amazing to me that we might... Are we going to make it through an entire offseason again where Glaber's not moved? Because we thought that maybe they would be best served moving Glaber because you would get something in return. Glaber going to come in shape? Glaber also has got, what, one more year before he's a free agent. You only have one more year of team control with Glaber, too. So that's why. Like, if you're prepared to let him just walk out the door after next season, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be enough money there to be able to keep him around, especially if you're bringing in all these other guys. Yeah, he's a third-year uh, arbitration-eligible guy this year. So he's only got one more season. That's still the name to watch to me if the Yankees are going to do something like that. 800-919-3776. That's a telephone number. Let's go back to the phones. Lucas is calling. He's in Monroe. He's up next here on 98.7. Lucas, what are we doing? Hey, what's up? Dan and Burr. How's it going, guys? Lucas, what's going on? Uh, Alan, get well, wherever you are. Um, Bart, I just called to ask you to please keep mm-hmm. shooting your shot for a QB in the next draft for us. Because yeah, it seems like me and you all seems like me and you are the only ones who want to quarterback for the next 15 years. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know what that's all about. You can buy a lineman, man. You can buy Austin Pete. You can't buy a cheap. You need you're going to need when because you're going to have to pay Sauce, you're going to have to pay Garrett, you're going to have to pay well, you might let Brees go, but you're going to have to yeah. pay AVT if he can stay healthy. Yep. So yep. you, you want to be able to reset the clock when Aaron leaves, you want to be cheap again. You want to be Brock Dude, Purdy. You want to be Brock Purdy. We're going to have Devontae next year. We don't need a Another receiver? We're going to have Devontae next year, and you can get receivers anywhere. Yeah, it's going to be plenty of them. You've got Mike well, Evans. But, but, but Lucas, let me ask Calvin you a question. Really? What you just said, though, right? You said, we're going to have Devontae next year, but you can get receivers anywhere. So do you think that it's worthwhile to give up what the Raiders are going to be asking for to go get Devontae Adams? What, a four-front pick? You can get Devontae for a three. Yeah, it's not for a three or four. You can Randy, Randy Moss, same age. I know, but you already don't have a second-round pick. The second-round pick is uh, going. You can get that. Yeah, you, you can get. You can get that. You can get that. You can trade somebody for a second round pick somewhere. That's so, you trade something. For a <laughs> oh yeah, they're pick. tripping over themselves with talent there. That's what they're four and eight. No, they they do have <laughs> talent. They do have I, talent. I know. I know. I'm I kid. You want to trade Will, Will McDonald? No, they're not trading Will McDonald. Right. So Penix, Penix is going to drop. 
Austin Davis? He'll be, he'll be right there in our lap, bro. Penix is a guy. We, you know what, though? Lucas, here's the problem with Penix, and I thank you for the phone call. Two ACLs. I like to care from LSU. Jaden Daniels, but he's too slight. I know he's slight. You going to put him in the cafeteria? You going to put him in the weight room? I'm sending him to Germany. What are they doing in Germany? Don't get the real sauce. No. Potatoes and sausage and all that Not stuff? Not to be funny. You like wrestling, right? Wrestling? Yeah. I did when I was a kid. Have you seen Brock Lesnar's daughter? No. I thought it was Brock Lesnar. Oh, matter I fact, did, yes. Matter, matter of fact, I, I, I did fact, see that. I'll holler at Brock Lesnar first. Not very flattering is what Paul. you're saying. Tweets his own. Hey, ain't no denying that DNA yeah, test. I mean, you are the pappy. Yo, <laughs> yo, Google her now if you yeah, want I, to. Yeah, it's yeah. I remember that one. Let me stop talking about. Let me stop talking about people with kids. By the way, on that note, because Lucas was bringing up some guys, did we talk about this with AVT? Uh, AVT, they're going to have to make a decision. Pick up a fifth year option. Pick up a fifth year option. They right don't do the that. Draft. That's a no brainer. You got to pick it up. He's too talented. Now nah, he has to figure out how to stay healthy. But I thought you would have to pay him. Now, the problem is they don't have to pay Michael Carter. He's one of the best nickels in all the football. They got to pay him. Yeah. They got to pay him. They got to pay Michael Carter. But and you don't it's have his to pay third year. And I don't know. I, I might I might let – I might let. Um, you might have to let Huff go. Bryce Huff? Yeah. Somebody Because he plays a premium position, somebody's going to throw a lot of money at him. Right. And the Jets are going to – well, that and that's why they took Will McDonald. Exactly. This is like a redshirt year. For, I talked to Will yesterday, by the way. It'll be in the pregame show Sunday, eleven o'clock, right here on ninety eight seventy ESPN. He needs some milk, some muscle milk. Yeah, he's he's just, yeah he's he knows. He's but, Jermaine put some John, but Jermaine Johnson did the same thing. Thank you. But and Jermaine that's Johnson what I brought up big, to him. Jermaine Johnson was bigger than him, though. That's what I brought. Uh, that's what I um. He just need to get two 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 sixty. You know what he did yesterday too, and I felt bad. I should have reminded him. Cartwheel. No, so we're coming off the... No, but he, he brought up with the jumping over the cars. So they're coming off the practice field, and that's why I grab him and we go inside. And, and it was too damn cold yesterday. It was freezing. Yeah. Freezing. It was like dark and gray and snow flurries, and I'm why, not standing why, out here with Why this. are they practice so late so now? Just no, they were done normal time, early. yes. Wednesdays, they do it late. Uh, yesterday, they get off the field about 2.30, I think the okay. schedule is. So they come off the field and they have the, um, you know, like they got the nutritionist there, like giving them like the smoothie drinks and they got like hot cocoa now and everything, like calories and all that stuff. It's so soft. So he grabs his like uh, smoothie drink and he brings it with him and he was going to bring it with him as we were doing the interview. And then he like put it down on one of those racks to like take all his gloves and tape off or whatever. Yeah. He so. forgot the smoothie. We went and did the interview. He comes back and he goes right into the locker room and I'm looking and the smoothie thing is still sitting right there. Hey, bro, that's why you're so damn skinny. Yeah. Because he keeps forgetting the smoothie. Can't do it. Can't no, but Carl Lawson's going to be gone after this year. I think, like you said, there's a better than good chance that Bryce Huff is gone too. Yeah, because it's a premium position. He's going to get paid. Some dude, pass rushers don't grow guy. on trees, especially the good ones. And I think Jermaine is the, the uh, a really, really. I don't know if it's going to be identical, but that's a comp you could use. I don't know if I want it. I said at the beginning of the year that we would we would know that Jermaine Johnson is better than uh, Thibodeau. But Thibodeau's got the numbers now. Jermaine's had a good year. I know. Jermaine's done a – forget about the sacks. Jermaine's done a hell of a job playing the run. He's really – he, he's, he's – Thibodeau's past 10. Well, he's only four. Jermaine's six and a half. I think both of these guys are in for good well, things. They well, both well, had shaky freshman years. Yeah, but we believe that Jermaine Johnson coming in his motor, et cetera. Right. I think really the stock has went up on Thibodeau because I think the fact that he was able to play the run and, you know, well, this, the Jets helped him out with three sacks, but <laughs> he's got 10. Hey. If, he ends, if he ends up with 12 or 13, that's that's going to be one of the, the highest totals for the Jets. That's why Giants those guys, the last couple days. that's why those defenders, they always try to sit there and get the dirty sacks. Yeah. Meaning, like, if a quarterback is scrambling or whatever, running out of bounds, you like I was watching them. Hard knocks with Jalen Phillips. Unfortunately, it was against the Jets in the game he got hurt. I was watching it last night, catching up, and like there was a play where like Tim Boyle was like scrambling and he like went and made the tackle. And he looks for the ref and he goes, That's a sack, right? That's a sack. It was like a one yard loss. He gets a sack. When you sit down and negotiate your contract, they don't sit there and break down each sack you got. It just says how many sacks. The easiest ones is when you chase them and a quarterback running out of bounds, you're the closest to him. You can just Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Our buddy Alex Monaco is going to join us a little bit later on. We go through some picks for the Week fourteen slate in the National Football Week. But, 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 I got to tell you something first. What? As the weather gets colder, 
It is chilly. The NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel because right now, really? right at this minute, New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Now, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, trust me, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there is a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash G-R-A-C-A, and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. And for help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. They can't be done now, but what does Jeff Passan think of the Yankees' deal for Juan Soto? He joined the K Show yesterday to say... Juan Soto is going to bring you closer to a championship than any of the players or the players in aggregate who were traded will ever bring you to a championship. And beyond that, we get a year to try and convince him to stick around and become a New York Yankee for the rest of his career and to go into the Hall of Fame with the New York Yankees logo on his cap and to win another championship because, by the way, he has won a championship and bring it back to New York for the first time in a decade and a half. And if I have the opportunity for all of those things, yes. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Tell more do responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, train chicks. How you doing? You thought it was Wednesday. Dude, I'm all over the place right now. I don't even know what day, what day is sleep. it. I thought Dan and Bart. Bart and Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Remember, the K-Show party is coming up when we're done. Let me remind you, by the way, because the Michael K-Show holiday party kicks off today. Meet Dan there. At 3 p.m. <laughs> at Yamada's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Special guest appearances by Imani Tumor and Rick DiPietro. Increase your chances of winning one of the holiday giveaways by bringing up to three toys for donations. Get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show holiday party this afternoon at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by Momentum Solar, New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, 
Yingling, traditional lager and flight by Yingling, perfect beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge, visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection. And, of course, it benefits the Garden of Dreams Foundation. You know what? We've been doing a lot of talking here, don't you think? Mainly you. Mainly me, yeah, because I, I, I had to open the show, but that's okay. You came in, you're doing a good job. But now I think is when we have to kind of sport lay out, right? <laughs> let the newsmakers, let them do all the talking. Yeah. You know what they call that, right? We call it audio. Audio files. Yeah. The audio files. You're getting better. Last time we did that, you knocked it, you knocked it off and broke no, it. No, I did good. I, I did good the other day. That was, you know, that was a while back. We've learned. Practice <laughs> makes perfect. We're good to go. We've mastered it. All right. Audio files. Boy, this board is crowded as hell. We got mm. a lot of things up here today. Don't worry. We'll get back to it. You sure? Let's just go to audio files. All right. Audio files. Here we go. Uh, what, you tell me. What do you want to hear from? I want to hear maybe some Zion. Do we got any tournament talk? We got Tyler Halliburton. People talking stuff. There you go. There you go. I'll give you some Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> Because when he was doing his thing last night, he actually did the Dame Time celebration. Dame Time. Dame Dollar. And what about that? Was it disrespectful? I think it was just in the heat of the moment. Just uh, having fun. Um, I know I you know, I kind of pounded my chest and you know, said it was you know, my time or whatever. But I, I think really looking at it, it's, it's our time. It's our time as a group. We're playing the right way. And like I said, we're, gonna, we're shocking the world right now. We're going to continue to do that. Good for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the Pacers probably are not that team to move the needle. Didn't he say he was tired of losing like two to, two games ago? Yeah, because they won three in a row. Think about it. They were they were basically a 500 team before they went on this nice little spurt. And good for them. They beat the Celtics. They, they beat the Heat. They beat the Celtics. And they beat the Bucs. Look at what they've done offensively. They're a talented team. Miles Turner, he wanted out. I mean, they must have sold to him the plan and showed him a little bit of money because... You know, he 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 stayed in. Right? They got a decent little core, man. Buddy Hill's not a bad player. And you know who I like too, because I loved him in college at Arizona. Is Ben Matherin. Obi. Oh. Ben Matherin. <laughs> Obi. See, here's the thing. Like we talked about Obi the other day. Like Obi, energy guy, man. He starts, but Obi's generally like not the dude on the floor at the end of the game. He's not a finisher, and that's really kind of what matters, right? Like you want to be on the floor at the end of the game, crunch time. And he's not doing that. But the Pacers, hey, see if they can go get this. And they're going to be possibly, what, on the footstep of history here? Or on the doorstep of history? Oh, they're going to raise the Raptor there. Oh, <laughs> they're putting it up. You know they are. But they're just one of those teams. They're going to do a Sports Illustrated uh, breakdown of the road to the tournament. <laughs> what is this now? This is the, I'm trying to think, 2 This will be what? A re- the, the, the Pacers and the Lakers. Is that the 2000 NBA Finals? Rematch? Ooh, Rick Smith. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Because then it was Lakers Sixers the next year with Allen Iverson, and then no, it was no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lakers was, Nets. It was no, Nets J- back to back. Jake, Jake, are you are you? What's your confidence of you? Fifty percent, forty, sixty. What do you like, Regis? Yeah, because he was final like, answer. Because he was like, he was like, uh, yeah, I no, think, no, I, I, I think well, so. Now I was trying to think about because I know it's that ninety nine two thousand. Yeah, Larry uh, Bird was the Pacers coach. Yep, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Rose. It was Reggie Miller. Is that when Kobe put a hundred on him? Eighty? No, that was re- one regular. That was regular. I'm trying to think. Of it. Was it Sixers first or it was, Pacers? First? I think it was a game that Shaq. No, it was. It was, it was, it was a game Shaq fouled out and Pacers. Kobe took over. It was the Pacers. Pacers, because you know I remember because the next Sixers was the second year because Todd McCullough was the Sixers center who got schooled by Shaq in the finals, and then Todd McCullough got traded to the Nets, and then he faced them again in the finals and got destroyed in the finals. How did the Pacers get there? Uh... A Nick, it was a Allen Houston. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) bad memories. So who knows? I mean, you know, let's see what kind of an audience they get. Uh, What did Rick Carlisle think of Tyrese Halliburton's performance? Tyrese is certainly our leader, no question about that. I thought he was spectacular. Twenty-seven and fifteen these days, you know, are kind of like average numbers for him. He he drove the bus. You know, when when the game counted, particularly down the stretch, and he's a great closer. He's becoming a, a an even better closer. He's a good coach. It's good coach, Rick Carlisle. When you a Piston? Piston coach, Mavericks I'm coach. I'm winning. It's crazy to think about how much of a defensive coach he was, and he doesn't teach a lick of defense with this team. It's hard to teach defense in this league. Yeah. Like right now, let me see. Fill time for a second. I'm, I'm looking something up. 
Do, 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 do. That's incredible. Like right now, how about this? Because of the because of the the, the culture and the, the way the NBA is with offense. Offense, offense, offense. The number one defensive team, scoring defensive team in the NBA, still allows 105 points a game. That's <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> like back in the day, like you have to actually like work. Like to get 100 points. Honestly, like 85. I would say 50 years ago, the high score was like probably like 90. You, you, you'll get those sc- scoring games where you'll hit like a 70, but geez. Let me go back a little. Is that when the Pistons and the Spurs? Yeah, when like, you're. Damn. When like the, watching Princeton play your basketball. Your oh, the 04 Detroit Pistons teams. Yeah. Like, 15 years ago, I just looked at 15 years ago. All right. 15 years ago. How many teams in the NBA defensively averaged less than 100 points that they gave up per game? 10. I want to say, you said less than 100? Yeah. Uh, About 22 of those teams. Ooh, that's a lot. No. 13. Ugh. I said 10. Yeah, he was close. That was Price is Right. He's the winner. Think about that. 13 teams surrendered less than 100 points a game. Now the best is 105. Pistons only give up 90 points a game. 90. Mm. And the Celtics, too. They weren't far behind. So it was, LeBron's... It was 13 passes before you shoot, yeah, shoot well, a shot. Exactly. <laughs> he actually ran things instead of just like, hey, two passes, shoot three. Uh, here's LeBron. He's in the in-season tournament finals. Listen, it's uh, it's still it's still December, so I'm not getting too crazy about the whole thing. I understand this, is, this thing has been great in-season tournament, but it's still December, you know. That's basically a promo... Or a soundbite that the good folks at ESPN don't want you to hear. Because LeBron is basically, like what we were talking about, saying, is anybody going to watch this thing? Are people going to stay home on Saturday night to watch it? So, hey, LeBron, should we stay home on Saturday night to watch the finals of the in-season tournament? What do you think? Listen, it's uh, it's still it's still December, so I'm not getting too crazy about the whole thing. I understand this, is, this thing has been great in-season tournament, but it's still December, you know. Yeah, see, so there you go, LeBron. I'm gonna go, you know, call yeah, my buddies. Shopping. I, yeah. ain't, I ain't seen Marvels, the Marvel version yet. No, I ain't checked some stuff out. Nothing. It's half off at the Piggly Wiggly. Where's the closest Piggly Wiggly? Um, around here. How what, many states you gotta what, go what, through? Sapphires, right? Oh, what's your definition of Piggly Wiggly? My my Piggly Wiggly is a uh, strip club. Oh no, I was talking about actually like the convenience store. Oh, I know that was a real thing. Oh yeah. We just That's call, what they probably named it after. We call that the strip club. Piggly Wiggly. You went right to Sapphires then after that. There you go. Yeah. What do we have, Jake? We used to have... Uh, uh, Angels. Oh, where's that at? Used to have Sin City, but that's been a long time. Yeah, they closed that in the Bronx. COVID took I used to go, a, I used to go for took... lunch, just for food. Sure, mm. I bet. Secret mm-hmm. sauce. Mm, uh, right across the bridge from my house, you know, not that bad. Uh, yeah, Lust, Angels. You where's know, Angels at? Queens. I think Astoria... Right that's on the far, boulevard. That's far. Maybe maybe Shohotani's thinking about it. Angels. Right? Dude, he would go say, Trevor Ariza's here. Can, can, can you pay with Bitcoin? <laughs> like, is it like Bitcoin, do you pay with a credit card? I haven't been to a strip club in a long time. How do you pay? Well, I mean. Well, no, everything is cashless now yeah. post-COVID. Oh, you, you, you can't do that. You, I, no, 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 I, I can only assume. I'm not cash. I, I mean, I've gone to ATMs and in strip clubs, and they try to charge $100. So if yeah. I'm you, I'll just go get my cash before I get there. But they actually take cash now? Because it seems like the ladies wouldn't want to walk around with all that cash anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dirty. Yeah, yeah they definitely take cash. Yeah, because it's dirty. Yeah. Listen, like, they, so it's just changing germs. Listen, they're taking cash. Huh. They give you quarters for a dollar? <laughs> I thought I thought, I thought, thought it was going to be like tip drill where you take the, take the and you slide it through and just activate. <laughs> I mean, if we start upping up the AI, it's going to get to that point. Yo, AI is about to take over for all the other stuff, too. The world, period. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be the end of Pornhub. Um, did you hear what happened with Sean McDermott? Did you, yeah, were you, were you yeah, paying attention did, yeah, to that? Regret, regrettable moment for him. And it's crazy how something that happened four years ago can get out. Well, that's what I was saying to the guys before. Somebody like, got the ops. Look, obviously, I don't know what he was thinking by saying that. And for those that don't know, um, Tyler Dunn. What's the name of the site, Ray? The because it's behind a pay, like where he wrote the article that he writes the article for. Because it's behind a paywall. It's like third. Is it third and long or something like that? Maybe. Hang on, standby. Um, go long, go long. So you can TV. paraphrase what he said. Whatever. It was, it was, it was out of 
was not a great take. So he wrote like this long feature about the Buffalo Bills and Sean McDermott over the years and how things have gotten to this point. And apparently he dug up something from or he wrote in a story that in 2019 he was given like a speech to the team trying to like fire them up, galvanize the group, Before you know, practice. unity, togetherness. And he compared team unity to the terrorists and the hijackers on 9-11. Like, of all the things you can draw a comparison from. And being a New York team. I mean, like, really? Like, see, I, I mean, I don't, look, I don't know what motivation school he went to or where he think he went, but... I'm like, yeah, bro, I ain't going... Yeah, you're gonna, you, you need to do something else. Now, yeah. on the flip side, though, because you said four years... Yeah. This only gets out now? Yeah, that's because people are trying to put dirt up because... Because they're not winning? Might be Leslie Frazier because he fired Leslie Ooh. Frazier pretty, pretty much. Was Leslie Frazier there in 2019? Of course he was. You're right. No, yo, I would never say that. And then he going to tell me he, I ain't calling plays. All right, so here was Sean McDermott because, again, everything's out, so he had to issue the apology. Here he is addressing the comments. I want to reference the team meeting that has been brought up. My intent in the meeting that day was to discuss the importance of communication and being on the same page with the team. I regretted mentioning 9-11 in my message that day, and I immediately apologized to the team. Not only was 9-11 a horrific event in our country's history, but a day that I lost a good family friend. They always, they always try to put a friend in. They there always, make a yeah. Oh, what was me at the very end? We all. You what? Yeah, you went right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which side? Like, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like, like I, I hate that. That's like when you get into it with like a white guy get into it with a black guy. I'm like, man, my best friend, my friend Tim is my best, my best friend is black. Right, my cousin. Hey, man, you, we, you ain't came to the family reunion in 20 years, man. Here's the thing: if you want to use like the country and the theme of the you know unity with the nation after 9-11 that's all well and good like i could see that you draw from that just stay away from it but why in god's name would he decide to go after the, the, the use the the, the hijackers right. right that's like talking about what's going on in israel right now right saying, you know hey, that was great teamwork that was game planning they practiced they came on they executed like bro what are you talking about all right so why did it even come up period it was mentioning 9-11 in the context of the team meeting that was the goal of the team meeting was about the importance of communication and wow. being on the same page as a team. Just don't say nothing, man. Don't 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 say nothing. Just say I apologize. I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't don't try the more you try to explain it, the worse it gets. You know the gif with the uh, Homer Simpson like going back into the bushes? Yes. That's Sean McDermott. <laughs> That's Sean McDermott. And then listen, it is a legitimate chance that this team does not make the playoffs. Because they lose oh, to Kansas City. So. They lose to Kansas City then they got seven losses. They still have the Dolphins. They I still have the Cowboys. Cow after I'm not gonna talk about excuse me, I'm not gonna talk about the Patriots or <laughs> That was a good what do you got there? Anything good? No. Well I wouldn't eat nothing. No, some carbonation there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, I'm gonna say brick. At the Chiefs, Cowboys, the Patriots, at the Chargers, Patriots, and then at Miami. Yeah. They they lose two as a wrap. They're done. And lastly, he didn't want any—he didn't want to answer any questions about the article as a whole. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm not here to discuss the article that's out there and the things that are mentioned, other than this right here, because this right here is very, very important to me and something I take very seriously. What the job, coaching the team? Like yo, yo, he can get fired, man. Like he won't get fired. But man, like I think the Bills not making the playoffs is the most tragic thing out of all the saddest story. Out of the entire thing, if they don't make it, because they still had their quarterback for every single yeah. game. They You're still right had, about they that. They still had their number one receiver for every single game. Think about that, especially in the AFC, where you got quarterbacks dropping like flies and teams playing backups Joe Flacco all may be in over the, play. the place. If Joe Flacco's oh in the gosh. playoffs and Mitchell Trubisky's in the playoffs, and they have no excuse. Mm, he's on front of Madden. Josh but, Allen, but is. he didn't get hurt though. <laughs> well. I didn't again. I didn't read this. I'm not paying for the paywall or whatever. But the, the the people that have in the excerpts that everybody's posting, it does not exactly paint Sean McDermott in a very positive light. So maybe they read this, the people in charge, and they say, "Well, maybe it's time to move on." He said, "How many years there too?" Let me see. He's been there for. A He's while. been there at least since what eighteen. He's got. He got like six years in, bro. He's he replaced since 2017. Did he replace Rex? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since 2017. So seven, eight, nine, zero, one, two. 
You had seven years. How many fingers is that? Seven. Oh, man. It's Their six, window's it's closed. Six, six fingers and a thumb. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Their window's closed. Yeah. Super Bowl window. Yeah, because just think, the window, we, the window happened the year when he had the, the great action-packed game against Kansas City Yeah, Chiefs. he lost the Chiefs. He gave it a good and shot. And we thought coming back, we thought this year he was going to be an MVP candidate. And he's done, he's played well, but he's just turned over the ball too much. And this defense, because they let Leslie Frazier go, as Sean McDermott is calling it, has not been what we are accustomed to it being. Lastly, before we wrap up this segment of the audio files here, let us hear from Brian Cashman. He spoke after the big Juan Soto trade, talked about maybe what the rest of the offseason has in store for the Yankees, but he let it be clear, Bart. He wants the Yankees Mm. to be the mecca. A major league baseball. Oh God! The, the culture we have with the Yankees that we project constantly is our intent to win. You know, we're here, we're in it to win it. You know, so that's messaging that's constantly being reinforced. And we also want to, you know, protect and serve our players, put them in the best position to succeed, provide every uh, every opportunity or, or interest that they would have at their disposal, so they can be successful. That in itself, and playing in front of you know one of the greatest fan bases in the world, all those things are selling points on their own and then past that you know uh you know we're not going to trick anybody we're not going to be something we're not we're we've got good people here uh you know whether it's manager coaches you know his new teammates uh as well as you know our fans and uh and the the tri-state area there's a lot to offer um so i think that's a recruiting beacon for anybody uh i know the question specifically about Juan Soto but you know we certainly want to try always to you know under the Steinbrenner leadership to make this you know the mecca of baseball Hey, once upon a time that was. It hasn't been for a while. Yeah, it, winning like, means Mecca means winning. Yeah, or well, we know we talk about the most famous arena stuff, right? We talk about the the Yankee, uh, the Knicks, with that all the time. I wonder where does Yankee Stadium? Yeah, rank but it's not the same as, Yankee Stadium. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's I, the problem. That's what I'm saying. I wonder where it ranks because I still like Wrigley Field. I still like anything in St. Louis because they're they're crazy about their baseball, and maybe Dodger Field if that's the same stadium. Dodger Stadium is, yeah, sure. It's one of the oldest stadiums in baseball, even though it looks great because the weather is great out there. Yeah, so I'm going with them. But that's the problem is, you know, and, I, and that's always one of my, like, big pet peeves or, like with other people around baseball. Whenever they talk about the, you know, the Yankee Stadium and all the history and the tradition, like the people that aren't here, it's like, dude, that place is a is a, a, a park right now. That, that structure does not exist anymore. It's a park where kids play baseball and soccer. That, that This Yankee Stadium has been open since 2009. That's it. Yeah, I hate, I hate when they got 15 rid of, years. I hate when they got rid of uh, Tiger Stadium, man. History, right? I love Tiger Stadium. But that, those places don't make money anymore because they got to have all the bells and the whistles for these owners and, you know, big shots and suites and all those Unless types of things. Let's do Boston. Boston Stadium sucks. Well, that's built in what? 1910 or whatever it is? Yeah, it's not not, not conducive. People, yeah, I, yeah, By the I way, think, people I, were a lot smaller then. That's why the yeah. seats are a lot more cramped. I think George Washington Carver built that. <laughs> His own two hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, black people. I mean, white people out there. That's that's the guy because I know they don't treat, teach black history in school no more, little or man. at all, really. What's wrong with a little history lesson? He created the. Um, he made a lot of uh, like over 100 different inventions off the. There peanut. you go. Very industrious fellow. Off the peanut. Football Fridays on 98.7 ESPN are brought to you by Nissan. Get ready to unwrap this season's greatest gift: the savings at the Nissan Thrill the Drive sales event, starring the hard pumping Nissan lineup. Better hurry; these offers won't be back in stock 800-919-3776 it's dan and bart barton han we roll till three then it's the k show holiday party right here on 98.7 espn thanks for listening to the barton han show podcast listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 espn Hey, the 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series comes to MetLife Stadium this February. See the Flyers against the Devils on Saturday the 17th and the Rangers versus the Islanders on Sunday the 18th. Tickets are on sale right now at NHL.com slash Stadium Series Tickets. Enter for your chance to win tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Just scroll down to contests and submit your entry. You ever been to one of those uh, outdoor hockey games? No, I didn't. I know the uh, Red Wings did one a couple years ago. Seems like everybody and their mother has had one already, right? Like now, because they've been doing it for so long. I haven't been to yet. I'm, I think I'm going to get to one of those because I haven't been to one of them yet. They had, didn't they have a uh, Iowa have for, for the Caitlin uh, young lady? Didn't they have a basketball out there? And it was like maybe a, yes. Then they had a volleyball, volleyball, like that. yeah. And it was and it was sold out. Was that Nebraska? Yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, 
Sold out. The Cornhuskers. Hey, whatever they, what, however they can pack more people into an event, that's what they're going to find a way to do. Because hockey, if it's indoors, what do you, you know, maybe twenty grand or twenty thousand? Yeah, you know, tops, depending on what the arena is like. So they're going to do whatever the, they can. Put it put it at the big house or oh yeah, historic teams like Boston, Boston College. Ray, where's the Winter Classic this year, Ray? Oh, Winter Classic. I don't know why it's not ringing wow, a bell right now. Wow, stumped Ray. Because we took you in the racial draft. Remember, you were responsible for black, um, black economics. Oh, Seattle. Seattle's got it. How about that? Is it going to rain? <sighs> Meh. The worst was when they did that one. Remember in Reno a couple of years ago? I think it might have been before COVID. And, like, the sun was reflecting on the ice. <laughs> so, like, they had to shut it down. And it was, like, melting the ice. Like, they had to shut it down for, like, uh, it felt like a couple of hours before they could even play, like, hockey. It was just, like, a complete and total waste. So, Seattle this year. That'll be fun. Jets were in Seattle on New Year's Day last year, and they got run all over by the Seahawks. Remember that? It was like what, are, first we, play the are we excited excited to see the Giants and see what they can do? I think so. I mean, come back, play Green Bay. Now, that's an opponent that's going to be tough because they're playing well, but they could win that game. Of course they could win the game. Now, the problem is... Did they ball and in, in, in make up? They're going to last till the end of the year, at least. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Because, you know, you talk about, you know, they're playing well, and I think Wink is just as popular as Dayball as far as in that organization and also with the fan base. Because his defense relatively have been good. There's some um, some reports. And I, don't know, I, have to, I have to confirm it here a little bit, but there are some reports that we have a decision in Shohei Watch. Mm. What? Yes. Decisions, decisions. I don't know. I need to. I need to. Well, we know he's not. We we don't believe that he's coming East Coast, right? We believe that it's Dodgers or maybe Rangers or stay at home. Well, it might be. J.P. Horns. I'll, I'll give you the sort. J.P. Hornstra. That sounds credible. Who actually just had, believe it or not, a week ago on um, the baseball show. Talked to him last week. He's reporting, and he covers the Dodgers. Did he talk to him, or did he talk to his uh I know who he talked to, but I was saying yeah. I talked to him. Okay. Um, oh, you talked to him. Yeah, I had him on, on the show. Oh, cool. Um, where the hell is the thing that I, I just had it? JP covers the Dodgers. He's reporting that show. Here it is. He writes for something called DodgersNation.com. According to multiple sources, multiple sources who spoke with Dodgers Nation on Friday, the two-way superstar has ended the suspense of the most lucrative free agent pursuit in baseball history. Formal announcement expected as early as tonight. He will be going to the Toronto Blue Jays. Well, get out of here. You believe that? Man. And again, that's just J.P. Toronto. But where's Passon? Passon's not on it yet. Rosenthal's not tell, on tell it yet. Tell me this. Does that, does that mean that they passed the Yankees? Soto versus Otani? Does that mean who who's going in the power rankings? Where are we going? Where are we going? Here's the thing with the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have They got talent. They they remind me of San Diego. They're underachievers. Yeah. They're underachievers. Yes. They talk a lot of stuff. Did you see that one report too about um who was the guy who rented out one of the clubs or something in in, in Toronto for like fifty people today to, to have a party? The, the player. Why why am I whiffing on the name? Was it um, the dude on the Blue Jays? Yeah, that uh, dude. You know who I'm talking about. Exactly. I do this to people all the time, so it's good for me to get my own taste of my own medicine. So you know what it's like? Yeah, I have no clue. I just usually kind of stall around long enough for, for Ray or Jake to figure it out for me because I'm used to cheating. I actually home. didn't think it was going to happen during the show here today. Who am I? Who am I it's, um, it's Yusei Kikuchi, I think. Yusei Kikuchi, who's a pitcher on the Blue Jays, there was a report earlier that I saw he, like, rented out, like, to have a celebration. Ah. All for Otani. So he already knew. Get out of what Man, it's crazy. He wouldn't come to the East Coast, but now he'll go to Toronto? Dude, I didn't think that, yeah. Um, he you, does know about the tax situation over there, right? Kikuchi reserved an entire upscale sushi restaurant near Rogers Center for tonight. Reservation made for 50-plus people. 
And that was like four hours ago. I saw that when I was coming um, when I was coming in here this morning. And it, it didn't it didn't because I mean think about it. If you're making a sushi reservation for dinner, you better have some some credible behind that. You're not just making a reservation for fifty people if it's not going to be some grand occasion. That's a lot of sushi. It's like they knew just like the Jets knew they had Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Exactly. We need to confirm this. Where's Bust or Bust when you need him? Right. So I mean that's one. It's one report. Nobody else is running with this thing. We shall see. But according to J.P. Hornstra, covers the Dodgers for a long time, says Dodgers out, Shohei going to the Toronto Blue Jays. Wow. We'll keep you posted on that one. 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll talk a little NFL Week 14. Alex Monaco, our good buddy, give us some picks for the upcoming weekend. Dan and Bart, Bart and Han. Another 60 minutes. But first, Bart is going to tell you something about a little place to maybe get a vehicle if you need one. Yeah, it's Christmas time. You want to surprise her or him with a nice bow, your little kitty bitties, itty witties with some, you know, just getting their licenses. Samsung has everything. You know, whether you're getting a, a full size, a mid size, luxury SUV, they won't be outdone. And listen, I want you to go check them out for yourself, man. Go check out Samsung Auto Mall. I mean, listen, they got the largest auto mall in all of Jersey. Could be in the world, Craig. They also are offering employee pricing for everyone. That means you pay what they pay. 0% financing for 60 months. How many, how many years you say that was? That's five. That's five years. Five years, 0% financing. Make no payments for 90 days. Choose from over 3,000 new and pre-owned vehicles. Nissan, Toyota, Kia, Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Trust me when I tell you. You have to go see it for yourself. It is truly the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey. Sansone Auto Mall on Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Call 1-800-SANSON today for details. Visit SansoneAuto.com. Gordon Tamer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Yankee fans excited about Aaron Judge and Juan Soto in the same lineup. What about Brian Cashman? Significantly better, obviously, uh, no doubt about it. Scouting alone, you know, how many teams can run out, you know, on a, a scouting scale, a pro scouting scale of 20 to 80? How many teams are running out two eights in their outfield, you know, when a judge and a Soto? You know, I know that we saw that iteration put together a little bit recently in the last few years in Anaheim with Trout and Otani, and, but it's, it's hard to run out a multiple eights in any category, whether it's outfield, infield, or even on your 26-man roster, it significantly upgrades us without a doubt. And and the great thing about the crazy eights is that uh, one's right-handed, one's left-handed. And so that, that creates uh, a tougher lineup to navigate you know, for the opposing pitchers. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98. 7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.